Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 139. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. We left off. You were still in the, like, commander's room. Malorn is unconscious. Imogen was. Willie had decided to go chase after a blood hunter. Oh, right. You were chasing after a blood hunter. That is correct. A cowardly blood hunter. Cowardly blood hunter. But another Protoss had shown up at her orders. Yeah. Uh, yes, another Protoss had shown up who was not cloaked, but is sufficiently armed. At very least, that's probably going to slow you down, but maybe not. So Imogen was still in Lindasha's room, scraping Malorn off the floor and ordering a Protoss scientist to help with this. Uh, he insists as a member of the Kalai cast. It's, you know what? It's not that, I don't need to explain all of it. Look, if you tell me your name, I'll use that to address you by instead of you. Yes, of course. I apologize. Not used to verbalizing things. It's very strange among the Taldarim and your people. All right, fine. Just plant it in my head. That's okay, too. Uh, that would be really rude. I don't want to do that. I just told you you could. And all the while she's like applying pressure to like the, what what color is Protoss blood? Uh, it's like blue. Even angry red-eyed Protoss? You can make a knowledge Protoss check if you wish. Two purples. What color do Protoss bleed? I'm a Protoss if you cut me, do I not bleed? Two successes. Uh, it's like mostly blue, but there are like, I don't know, certain aspects that look red. As though, like, there's other components to his blood or something. Okay. Yeah, Carex was agreeing to carry Malorn out, I believe. Yeah, I mean, unless, you know, he wants to defend us when people show up. No. No, he does not. Do you know how to use a gauntlet? Or what? That's no! Your... That's forbidden! Jeez! Okay. Let alone a Taldarim gauntlet. Who knows what that'll do to you? <laughs> Imogen thinks of her scarred arm. Eh, I have a fairly good idea. <laughs> Oh, look, if you have a way to get off here, we should just get out of here. Those pirates did not sound like they were going to be too friendly to anyone still hanging out. And Imogen had grabbed the... You have the control crystal. Yes. So if this Kalai guy... Carex. If Carex is able to carry Malorn, then Imogen is going to have a pistol in one hand. And let's see if I'm capable of igniting my side blade. <laughs> I should be. It's a failure with five advantages. Uh, you don't get cut. I'll tell you that much. But it's just like... It's just like, it's hard to focus. Oh, but I can heal strain. It's giving me something to pay attention to other than Malorn's bleeding out in front of me. Yes. Karax, like, he has him like, this guy's got a Well, he's got less blood than he used to. He's losing a lot of blood. Uh, lead the way. Uh, what about your, your friend? We'll catch up with her. Scene will swipe as you two leave the room there. Lily, 
you're in the the middle room here, mm-hmm. and another Protoss has just shown up in the next room. That Landasha, you you could just barely seen her because you've gotten some blood on her, right? But not not a ton, so it's very difficult to track her still. Uh, so she ran in there and then out of view. Okay, okay. But you can see this other Protoss warrior. We were supposed to get her sword or something. Her warp blade, which she is carrying. He's charging at you right now. I would like a coordination check. As he is like, it is faster than just like, oh, he's running up. It is, you might say, supernaturally fast, but maybe he can run this fast. What's it against the coordination check? That'll be against his brawl. Uh, So let's say a red and two purples. He's running Protoss naturally fast. Yeah. Charging you is definitely the right word. His legs are a blur. And you see those... The Psy Gauntlet's illuminated dark red. All right, coordination. I will use my natural right now. Three successes and an advantage. You manage to just barely get out of the way, and he darts past you just a few feet. Uh, you could recover a strain, or give yourself a blue die, and the next thing, what do you do? If, we want, if you want to enter structured combat, we can do that right now, but that is your choice. I will take a blue die. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and do in the, the combat. I think things will make more sense. Okay, that is totally fine. Then I would like all of you to roll cool or vigilance. I think, Lily, you're probably rolling vigilance because this guy came on unexpectedly. Okay. So are they in the room that's where we caused a scuffle with the guards? Yes, so you, Imogen, and Karax, are, you're just about to enter into that room. Okay. I think that I am rolling cool because I... I have not stopped thinking that we are in danger. Landasha ran out of here and Lily ran after her. Like, I think that there's fighting going on already. Right. Yeah, you're not wrong. I got 1.3. <laughs> okay. Karax is just going to be carrying Malorn and will not functionally be part of the... As I expected. ...the combat, as he is not a warrior. I've been told the same. You've been told the same. <laughs> I mean, we can put this guy in the dragoon when I'm done. Or me. <laughs> All right. It is a bad guy and then two player slots. He rolls 3.1. Okay. So, Lily, you managed to evade this guy's, like, charging attack. Mm-hmm. You just get managed to step out of his way for a second, but he doesn't go careening past you. He very, very quickly manages to stop, turn, and take a swing. Mm-hmm. What is your defense? Do you have any? No, I'm all soak and hit points over here. All soaking hit points. Yeah. <laughs> Soak in the front, hit points in the back. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, in that case, he's even going to aim. He is right here. He knows he's got a good position. He knows he's still faster. He takes a swing. Three successes. What is, Jen, the damage on your side gauntlet? Plus one. And there's no pierce or anything? Mine is pierce two, vicious two. Yours is pierce two, vicious two. His is only pierce one. Seven damage, pierce one. So he ignores one of your soak. Okay. Oh, poor Imogen. She healed me up before I ran out, and now I'm all hurt again. Yeah, he cuts into you pretty bad. Uh, I imagine even for Lily, that's that's not nothing. No, but I could, I could take it one more time. <laughs> uh, well, conveniently, it is now two player slots. I will say, Lily, that your gun has recharged at this point. Then I'm going to shoot him. Okay, he is in your face right now. So you'll take the penalty for shooting while engaged. I want to step back into the room. 
With one maneuver, you can get to the door, and that'll be your disengagement maneuver. Then I'll step away from him and do that. But I took a blue die for this one for my advantage. Yep. Then you want to shoot him? Yeah. What's the difficulty? I'm at short range. Is that one purple? It is one purple, and he has... You guys only killed the lights in that main room, correct? Not in this room. We only killed the lights in Landasha's room. Okay. He has one die of defense. So one purple, one black. Okay. One purple, one black. This is range heavy. And then for some reason I wrote nine Protoss. <laughs> because we have a countdown of Protoss. There are still uh, three unaccounted for. Two successes and three advantages, which does a total of ten. Three advantages is... You could crit. You could activate the burn. Do I want to do a crit or activate the burn? I think the burn. On your next turn, he will take the base damage of your weapon. So then he takes 10 now and then 8 next time. 8 next time. Okay. Yeah, Sweet Pea won't let me down. Uh, That was a nasty hit to him, but he is still up. Can I use the last advantage to pass the blue die to the next person? Absolutely. He staggers back for a second. Image it. I'll say that you can actually see this occurring, because you hear that laser, and it's closer than it was before. Okay. I maneuver out of this room. Okay. And I am going to take a hamstring shot at him. Ah. So I am short range from him? Yes. He has one defense. That's a one black die from that. going to use a story point. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. My pistol crits on a three. Yep. I have succeeded, and I have three advantages. Did you take the blue die from my advantage? I have even more advantages now. Okay, so the damage gets halved when you do the hamstring, is that right? It's half damage. So the damage coming in would be eight. It's halved to four. That does not get through, unfortunately. So you cannot crit him. That's annoying. But hamstring shot still happens. Yes, the hamstring shot definitely still happens. You don't need to get through armor for that. I don't think so. Okay, so he's immobilized, which means he's not taking maneuvers on his turn. Yes. Which is important, as I'm now going to take a second maneuver to get the heck out of here. Okay. And I am going to heal back to strain, and I am going to give a blue die to the next player, and I'm going to give a blue die specifically to Lilith. Okay. However, as she runs through the room, shooting at the guy's, like, heels, Imogen is saying, uh, issuing orders, as it were, (laughs) Uh, just get to the ship, just get us to the ship, and we can get out of here. Okay. Do you have any comments on the nature of the hamstringing that you've given this guy? Like, you're just shooting at his legs, and it's like a, a momentary stinging, or is it like... He's got some weird boots on, and you've, sh- you've shorted those out by shooting them in a particular way. Um, I'm not saying this is using your how convenient, but... I think maybe it's more like suppressive fire. Okay. I'm running through the room, and I'm just shooting off bullets, essentially, like, at his feet, kind of. That, like... Right. Keeping him off balance. Keep him backed up to where he is. Okay. I think that's good. So that Karax can head past with Malorn. Okay. I like that, and... Karax carrying Malorn follows right after you and stays close to you. Right. Like, and he looks at like, hmm, like it looks grisly. Like this room, because it's littered with various protest warriors who have been cut down. So I did a maneuver into the room and a second maneuver. Am I 
out of this room or no? No, you're on the far edge of the room. Okay. Then we're not going to be able to like barricade the door or anything yet. No, I don't think so. It is his turn, however. He is immobilized, so he cannot move. He's not in range of any of you. That's what you do to melee fighters. Yeah, and it's like he's... Narratively, I think like he's getting out of your line of fire, is what it is. But he can't effectively get towards any of you. Uh, but he lines up a, a stab on... I'm going to say Imogen, because now Imogen is the one who's annoying. That is his whole turn, then. I would like us to attempt to get through this door and close and seal it. You have two player turns before he gets to go again. I think you can do that. There will be a check, depending how you barricade the door or close the door. Which side of the door is he on? Are we trying to get him in the room? Can I push him in or something? Or He's not close enough to be like pushed into the room you were just in, but you're in the middle of this room. If you dash across, you can get to the next room, which is towards your ship. Both of you go in there. Imogen can probably... Smash the door closed, skullduggery, something to keep the door closed. So it might make sense for Lily to go next, like heading into that room to make sure it's clear. I think that makes sense. And then Imogen follows and tries to walk this door. What about the guy carrying Malorn? Can he make it in? He moves essentially on my turn. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can do that. Apparently I've got a lot of blue dice. (laughs) Apparently. For whatever I'm going to do. I mean, it might be just that you're going into the room making a vigilance check, since there's a cloaked blood hunter around. Yeah, I do think you should do that. Dash into the next room and do give me a vigilance check of three purples. Except I'm going to upgrade it, so it's a red and two purples. With two blue dice. Three successes and a threat. I didn't think I'd succeed. <laughs> All right. You get in there. You don't see anything, and like, you know you've got blood in Landasha. Seems okay. You take a strain, you can hear sounds of a scuffle from further on. Uh-huh. But you don't have any, it's not, there's nothing in this room. This room seems clear. But it is a little nerve-wracking knowing that she's invisible. She'll take your head off. Yeah. Yeah, like, you remember Malorn being pretty tough, so him getting axed right away is kind of alarming. Oh, that guy took the other eight points of damage. Oh, that's right. He is still up, but he is not looking so good anymore. Thank you for reminding me about that. Happy to help. Imogen, you maneuver, jump into the room. I maneuver into the room, and then I want to secure this door. Is there a mechanics way to do that? Yeah, I think a mechanics check is pretty good. Give me like two purples and two blacks, because it's not designed for that. Oh, hey, I have a knack for mechanics. I have two successes on securing this door. Okay. You hit the door close button and like put it in a kind of lockdown mode. And what size room are we in? Uh, You're in a room where from one side to the other is short range. Okay. I am going to burn strain to take a second maneuver to be by the next exit. Okay. You are by the next exit. On his turn... You hear a pounding at the door you just closed. One of his side blades starts to cut through it, actually. What? Starts to cut through it, and then that blade, like, shorts out. Okay, because whenever I have inquired about using the blades in, like, lightsaber fashion, you have always said, like, they are a very physical item. Oh, yes, and it very much 
Let me put it this way. I made him roll a daunting check with lots of black dice. He succeeded with way too many threats. Okay. And in fact, you see him like, he just gets frustrated at the door, it seems, and continues like pounding on it, even though his gauntlet has like shorted out. Uh, mechanically, he has exceeded his strain threshold. Yeah. But it's just like, he's just gotten too frustrated. He's almost forgotten about you guys. Okay. It's all about the door now. This door is just in his way. Stupid door. Stupid Terran door. Then I would like to go first. Okay. And I would like to use my size sense to determine if there's anybody beyond this door. Okay. I succeed with one threat, so I'm only getting short range. Uh, and you have a threat, so you're getting a bloody nose. Okay. Because this is magic, right? This is not your... This is my sense. Okay. No, no, no. Then that's just a strain. Okay. Just a bit of a headache. You do sense three life forms. Okay. You do not know the species of those life forms. But I do know that there are still three Protoss unaccounted for. I have no idea which way Landasha went. There are other exits from this room, I should say. Right, but I'm heading in the direction towards Saffron. Correct. Then I think uh, I'm courageous, so I will tell Lily, like... (laughs) To go into the next room. No, I will tell Lily there's at least three other people in there. I tell Lily as I head into the room. Okay. And I am heading into the room, pistol out. Okay, you leap into the room, pistol at the ready, and you see... Oi! What are you doing now? Now, are these the ones that we talked to earlier or other pirates? These are the ones you talked to earlier. This is Larry, Curly, and Moe. Okay. Any of those buggers left? I think I'm going to make a coercion check. All right. And I will remind them earlier that what we said was, don't get in our way, we won't get in yours. We got what we came for, and we're taking our two Protoss with us. Okay. I think this is three purples, and I'm going to upgrade it. So it is a red and two purples. But I'll give you a blue die, because you had a prior agreement. We had story points already, right? Absolutely. You have all the story points now. I am spending a story point. Okay. Coercive imaging comes out to play. Three successes, three advantages. I was expecting a triumph to come after that as well. Sorry. Uh, I think they're almost congratulatory to you. I bagged me two Protoss. Yeah, nah, I took out two myself. (laughs) Now they're Australian? You know, whatever. One of the guys, Larry's Australian. (laughs) But the first one is definitely British underclass from Victorian times. Like a cockney. Yes. All right, then. That's pretty good. But you best be moving along. Clear out the rest of the station. So have we made it to the hangar? Yes, that next room is the hangar. Okay. They're in the hangar. They're headed the way where you're just coming from. Okay. But yes, this is the hangar. You can see where your ship is docked. Yes, and he literally says, yes, I bagged two of them. So there's only one unaccounted for Protoss. And Landasha. Plus Landasha, who is also... If that guy was actually being honest about what he bagged. But I had three advantages, so... I would say there's a modicum of respect, but there's also, this is my station now. You said you were going to leave. That's fine. Take your Protoss and go. I think we can end the combat encounter. Unless Landasha's going to spring out of cover. It is a possibility. Uh, but someone who's running away no, it doesn't always do that. I guess, Lily, on your turn... Give me another vigilance check. Three purples. I got a threat. I don't see nothing. Yeah, you take another strain. You realize, like, 
Landasha could be here. She could be anywhere. Yeah. And like, protests don't even breathe, so it's like she could be right behind you and you wouldn't even feel the breath from her. Just feel the blade slicing through your neck. Yeah, and like, it's on your neck, so that makes you uncomfortable. Just my color, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, but I think we can end the combat encounter, and if Landasha attacks, we will restart it. So you can roll cool or discipline, recover some strain. Crack our knuckles. Are you rushing to get to your ship? Are you very cautious that Landasha could be behind any one of these, like, boxes in here? I think I'm hurrying to the ship. I don't know why Landasha ran away, but I don't think that it was to set an ambush for us later, because I feel like she could have cut us to shreds right where we were. So my goal is to get away from here, to get onto Saffron as fast as possible, so that we can... Hmm, let me revise that. My goal is to get us all right adjacent to Saffron, open it, and get everybody in as fast as possible, and close it right away. I don't want to risk that Landasha cloaked... Sneaks aboard your ship. And get aboard the ship. That'd be a good Halloween episode. <laughs> it's like the Hyperion, only three rooms. Three rooms plus a bathroom. Landasha could be hiding in Old Red. And then I give her beer, and she's just drunk all the time. Can Protoss survive in vacuum? That sounds like a knowledge Protoss check. Two purples. Because they don't breathe. And they would be surrounded by starlight. It's true. They're just science fiction elves, right? <laughs> I have a success with two advantages. They can survive for a time, but like the pressure differential is bad. It's still an issue. And the temperature is bad. Okay, but there are Zerg that can. There are definitely Zerg that can, no problem whatsoever. Okay. A human like may last a couple of minutes. Like a Protoss might last an hour or something. Okay. You know, doing a spacewalk for a little bit, they might be okay. But they're not going to be out there too long without proper equipment of some kind. All right. Okay. Give me a leadership check of just two purples, just for like getting everyone ready, but not just rushing right in. I mean, I'll check behind some boxes while she's doing that. That's a good idea. And by check behind, I mean I'll knock them over with my foot. Bam. Give me three purple perception check. An advantage and a failure. An advantage and a failure. Like 25 credits falls out of one, but no stuff that you notice. But uh, like Larry, who's like just about to run the, the next room, he's like, don't be touching that. Got it. I was mostly looking for Landasha. You do not find Ladasha, nor do you get your head cut off. So, you know, win-lose. Can I My... take the credits? You can take the credits, yes. I'll take them. I'm not a thief, but... But I'll steal your money. But, you know, Malorn's going to need more beer to make up for this. Blood, beer, it's all the same. Imogen, tell me about the sleeper ship check. It was a failure with one advantage. It's possible that Carax just doesn't follow orders very well. I, yeah, I don't think he's an order follower. So... Question. Yes. His non-order following, what is its flavor? There's some Protoss who would be like, Terrans can't boss me around. There's other Protoss who would be like, I'm a scientist. I don't have to listen to you military folk. Or is it just like, gah, I want to get out of here. Yeah, I think it's, I want to get out of here and there's confusion and there's these things going on. It's like a little bit of sensory overload for him. And it's like, this is like a fight and he's not a soldier. There's so much noise. It's supposed to be quiet. Yeah. Were you like, what flavor of jerk is this guy? What flavor of jerk? I mean, isn't that the question you ask about Protoss? It's every NPC. What kind of jerk are you? <laughs> Zerg just don't have enough personality to be considered jerks. 
I don't know. Zargara seemed very angry. I mean, she was imprisoned. Hmm. So. I was a jerk there. <laughs> so, like, you're saying, like, all right, that's our ship, and get in there and wait, and, like, Carex is like, all right, let's go. Uh, he goes up to the door, and, like, your ship is, like, nominally locked in some sense. And, like, somehow, he seems to know how to use this, and punches the door opens immediately. This is not a problem for him. What? That's got, like, security on it. It's got, like, security. That is correct. <laughs> uh, yes. He's a technology guy. Wait, wasn't he an engineer? I don't like the precedent being said that anybody can get on this ship. We have previously done things to say it is lockable. Like I, I agree with you. Really good at computer tech. He, like, he does something, but it doesn't seem like an obstacle to him, I should say. It's just whatever it is, it is a non-issue for him to bust into your, your science vessel. Well, excellent. Maybe he knows other codes that we can use to override things in our science vessel. I just hope it's just him specially and not just all Protoss. Maybe. Uh, but he, like, drags Malorn in there. And, like, the door's open now. Yeah. Each of you give me one last vigilance check of three purples. As you're, like, backing into your ship, guns out, trying to see is there anyone there. One failure. Success with two advantages. Failure, like, you don't see anything, seems fine. Larry, Curly, Mo have moved on. Success with two advantages. It seems clear in this room, you've turned to, like, ship to start booting things up, and, like, on your sensors, you immediately pick up, there's a Protoss ship also leaving. And it's from, like, further up the station where Lindasha might have taken a different course than you took. But it's- I boot up, are we getting out of here fast? Is it flying away? You had advantages? Yeah. I I think, actually, what happens is I request that Lily analyze its flight pattern. Because I want to know, is that ship fleeing? Or is that ship, like, going in, like, a bombing run style thing that it's going to come back around and shoot the station? Yeah, that is a good question. And I defer to Lily's knowledge of warfare and piloting to assess that. How far is the ship from us? Medium vehicle range. This is a hard check. Yeah, I'm trying to think what is the right skill to use here. This might just be a perception. Yeah. Yeah, I think a perception makes the most sense. So a hard perception check. This is us working together, right? But you guess. You can work together. So how many ranks of perception do you have, Lily? Two. So your ranks, my cunning, and your special talent. I'm going to upgrade as well. Three successes, two advantages. You think that ship is coming around for a run against the station. Okay. Now, it's much, much smaller than the station, but you don't know what armament it has. Okay. I am now going to attempt to use how convenient. Ah, what do you do? Or what happens, I should say. I think it would be better for its propulsion to get screwed up. Okay. Rather than that its weaponry gets screwed up. Okay, so its propulsion will suffer a malfunction if you succeed. It will not be permanently disabled, but it will be broken, and whoever the pilot is there will have to do some stuff to get it back online. And it will take them time and skill. Okay, but this is not something that you can just fix in a round. Correct. I am using our last story point. The dice do not like you or me. (laughs) As they have given... An extremely difficult to interpret result. Hit me. How convenient has failed. Okay. 
propulsion, they're totally fine. But I have two advantages, and I have two triumphs. Two triumphs, eh? Two advantages, two triumphs. You have an EMP that could do something. You do have an EMP. I think one triumph, that gets you enough time to at least get out there in your ship, but it's not as long a term thing as you wanted. It was just like a brief delay if you were wanting to do something to that ship. I have no interest in engaging the enemy. Okay. My interest is getting out of here and probably not being chased, like not being followed. Okay. So getting a, a jump on transit, that's fine. But I'm not looking for us to get into a shooting battle with a Protoss fighter craft. Okay. For two triumphs, and if this is undesirable, you can let me know. You're firing at the scanners. You're getting out there. You're trying to see, like, all right, is the ship coming around? Like, oh, crap, looks like it's coming around. If they maintain their present course, and you're like, wow, it'd be nice if... Uh, that doesn't happen. What you do see is a significant force of Terran vessels coming out of warp. Right in this area. Okay. They are a mishmash of different ships. So does that imply, like, pirate fleet? I would like a knowledge Terran check of... We'll go with two purples. And either of you or both of you can make this. As Karax is there, he's like, who is that? Is that your backup? I have two ranks now in knowledge Terran. I don't know what you've got. Oh, you want us to work together then? Yeah, maybe. With your ranks and my... <laughs> All I contribute to these things is my characteristics. It's like Reese's peanut butter cups. You're the chocolate. I'm the peanut butter. All right. Well, we have two advantages, but we don't succeed. It's not Dominion. That's the only thing you're sure of. But yeah, mishmash of different ships. Okay. Imogen says, I don't know if they're friends, but uh, they're not known to be enemies. That's probably not very reassuring for Carex. Can't you hail them or... Don't you talk to other Terrans? What we might consider doing at this point is flee in the direction of them, but like hailing them as we approach so they don't just shoot us down. Give me a pilot check. I would like an average pilot check first as weapons fire does begin. And now that you're, at, you're on the outside, you can see multiple Protoss ships. Most of them still attached to the space station, but not all. There's only one other unaccounted for Protoss. So is there one other Protoss ship flying around? There is not. I would say there's three Protoss ships. One of them is flying. Okay. I got three successes and four advantages on the piloting. Three successes and four advantages. Your flying looks great. <laughs> Yay. Uh, this can even give you two blue dice on your comms hail. <laughs> your... Uh, Com gets passed up, and you can tell it's getting, like, pinged up to a flagship. There's a battle cruiser among this fleet. Like Hyperion size? Not that big. But a battle cruiser level uh, vessel, which is pretty serious and not held by most non-government fleets. You get a video screen pop up. Now who is fleeing from my pirate station? This shock of pink hair, cybernetic eye. And Imogen will reply, uh... Just your friendly local postal service. <laughs> I would like a cool check, I think. I don't think this is deception. No, no. This is my intentionally referring to history yeah. that we very yeah, recently yeah. had. Yeah, this is three purples, but I'm upgrading. So it is a red and two purples. And Lily passed blue dice. Mm -hmm. She passed two blue dice to you. I fail with two advantages. Okay. So she's uh, perhaps a little suspicious. 
Uh, there's probably also a lot of like tension in my voice. Yes. Now, you were not the one who tripped the alarm. You were not working with these protoss, now were you? What do you say? Uh, no ma'am? Uh... <laughs> no, uh, no, we're not the ones who tripped the alarm. We're the ones that created the distraction that let the pirates trip the alarm. We got what we wanted from the protoss who'd taken over the station, and now we're getting out of here. You're welcome to have your station back. Okay. Do you feel like there's an element of deception here because you're not directly answering her question of... I am exactly answering her question. I feel there is okay. no deception here. You don't think you're hiding something because you came on here with a Protoss and you're taking one of them off? I didn't come here with any Protoss who had taken her station. No, I don't think there's any deception here. Okay. Uh, then you are trying to charm her, which is three purples, and I will upgrade again. So it is a red and two purples. All right. I'm going to spend a story point this time. Okay. I have four successes and one threat. Okay. She says, very well, just make sure you do not cause too much trouble. I will be meeting with the new station administrator, uh, one Monsieur Larry. I do hope you haven't dirtied the place up during your visit. Uh, I'm hoping to bring dear Matthew here uh, when he has some time, some short leave. You should tell her about the bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the door to that room got kicked in. I don't need to draw attention to that. <laughs> uh, yes, but she is willing to let you go. Her forces are moving out of this. The Protoss ship is trying to make a hasty recovery, but I imagine you don't want to stick around to see how things go. No, no, I do not. I take a strain from my threat, as I remember Miran did shoot a guy in the head right in front of me once. Yeah, you kind of don't want to deal with it. You blast off. Uh, where are you going, however? I am going to the med kit. Lily, where are you taking... Your ship. Where did we just come from? Uh, you came from Dead Man's Rock. Oddly enough, probably where these ships came from. That's not necessarily the best place to go. But that's where Malorn's ship is. Malorn, currently not in a position to fly. I mean, I can just take us out into space and let us sit somewhere safe. We don't have to be headed anywhere. Yeah, it's you don't know if you need like extra medical materials from Malorn or something like that. The closest thing is Dead Man's Rock, though, right? That's probably closest. How far away is Marsara? That's a little bit further. Probably like 10 hours. All right. I suggest that you start heading towards Marsara. Got it. Um, <laughs> while I assess the situation. Because Marsara is a friendly port, and Dead Man's Rock is a very sketchy port. Yeah, hard to land on, too. Mm-hmm. And then I turn to Carax. And... Oh, you want Malorn to meet? <laughs> I mean, Lee June. And this is one. The we... meet cute. That might be the player's ulterior motive. It's not Imogen's motive at this very point in time. I see. The, the player's motive is to get the GM to talk to himself. No, no, no. <laughs> Imogen is looking for a place that is safe to go. And Malorn is not in any condition to fly his own ship right now. And Deadman's Rock is a very, very bad place. It is the Moss Eisley of StarCraft. Yeah, and you got medical care when you just went there, and that was kind of spooky. Yeah, I've uh, sampled the healthcare system there. So I'm going to start assessing Malorn, but my question to Carax is, just how much of a cast system do your Kalai have? Are you only mechanically knowledgeable, or do you have a general knowledge of useful things like medicine? 
He says he knows a little bit about medicine, but not a ton. Or can you just stand there and be like a Protoss anatomical model for me? Uh, well, he is just in a loincloth. <laughs> so really, yes, he can. Is he able to assist in my medical treatment of Malorn? He is able to assist in your medical treatment, yes. Is this supposed to be here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you are on your way to Marsara. Malorn is bleeding profusely still. You might just want to stabilize him first. You're going to have to tell me what roles you want. Yes. Because stabilizing is not a, thing. Not a meaningful medical thing. Correct. I would like two purples and a black to stabilize him. I have a med kit to give me an advantage. Yep. What aid do I get from Carax? Uh, you can borrow his four intelligence. I will. Maybe I won't give it back. Actually, I would have to because I'm not allowed to increase my intelligence any further. Did you want to use a story point? Or if Malorn dies, he, he deserved it. You know, he withheld information. I'm going to use my natural empath. We have two successes and three threats. Okay. You're taking a lot of strain, and it's bad. It's definitely bad. I'm taking strain? You're taking strain. Turns out, like, his blood is kind of toxic. Like? Like his personality. It's bitter. Are you saying Prudos' blood is poisonous to humans? I am saying that Malorn's blood is, like, a little bit acidic or toxic, yes. Not like it's burning through your flesh. Is Carex able to tell me whether that's a normal thing? Carex is kind of alarmed when he sees that. He's like, I did not know the corruption of their people was that deep. Okay. Why are you working with this this traitor? Traitor to what? Traitor to what it means to be Protoss. Oh, now we like get into a philosophical debate about like somebody who was born into the Taldarim. How are they a traitor to Protoss? The Protoss kicked the Taldarim out some length of time ago. Sins of the children being father being visited on the children, etc., etc. And this guy was like a traitor to his own people, too. I don't... You are in no position to judge things that you don't know about. But I suppose you're in a position to judge Protoss cultures? You know why he was kicked out of his people? Because he was captured and taken prisoner. Hmm, who else do I know that that has happened to here? Uh, yes, my people. You know, don't do that. We don't banish people for being uh, prisoners. How nice for you and your culture. That's irrelevant to treating this man. Okay, we can try to save him. So I'm supposing this means that transfusion is out of the question. Maybe? I, I've certainly never tried, never seen anything like that. Uh, if we had proper facilities, maybe that would help. This is a science vessel. Look, there's Erlenmeyer flasks over there. <laughs> <laughs> Graduated cylinder over there. We got our Zerg radio right there. Don't look too closely at that shelf. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of looks around. He's like, look, I'm sure this is all very advanced by your standards, but it's just not equipment for treating a Protoss. What colony are you from? Well, originally I'm from Ayer, of course. That's still my home world. That's not my question. Previously, I was living on Browder. Ah, so you're with Solyndis' folks. Commander Solyndis is the military commander there, yes. Is that where you want to be returned to? Uh, yes, by all means. Can we go there? Are we headed there right now? Lily, how far is Broder? How far is Broder? Probably a couple days at least. What would happen to Malorn if we took him to Browder? Uh, that's a good question. I'd probably have to like bargain with Solendis. I look at what's his name? Carax. 
What would happen to Malorn if we took him to Browder? Uh, look, I mean, I don't know him personally. I do. Okay. <laughs> Was he a high level in Taldarim organization? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Look, imagine you find, like, the worst kind of criminal among your people. And they just show up half dead at your doorstop. And there's a war going on. I'm just saying it's going to be a hard sell on Selendis. Her resources are already pretty thin. So I think Marsara. You would think we would have some credit with Selendis for rescuing two of her people. Okay, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll vouch for you that you, you mean well and maybe, maybe she's willing to bargain that way. But he's a, like, even if he gets better, like, he's gonna have to stand for his crimes. You know, his main drive in recent times has been entirely directed towards fighting other Taldarim. Internal fighting among Taldarim is, like, really not Selenda's biggest concern? I guess that's interesting intelligence. It's not a crime against your Protoss. Right. There have been a lot of other crimes going back millennia. Right, and you can't put millennial old crimes on current people. Do you know how long Protoss live? Knowledge Protoss check? Knowledge <laughs> Protoss! Yeah, make a three purple check. I have no idea. Failure or threat. It gives you pause for a second as you don't actually know for sure that these aren't like the very same Protoss <laughs> from that event. Okay, but I know that Browder is three days away and Marsara is one day away. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I succeeded the medical check that you asked for for stabilizing. Okay. You think you've got him stabilized, but he's sort of in like a medically induced coma right now is kind of how you've got him. And he lost a lot of blood. Okay. But he is alive. You don't know if there's permanent damage. Okay. Like you think you've like... Several days to a week, maybe you can keep him in this state. But if he's in this state for a while, you don't know if they, like you could ever get him back out. Or like he'll just wither and die. But for the time being, you think you can get to Marsara and he will not get worse. You might be able to get to Browder and he will not get worse. He probably won't die in either situation. But will they treat him in Browder? I don't know. That's what you're not sure of. Will they treat him on Marsara? Well, on Marsara, like, we at least have contacts and stuff. Going to Browder... I guess this, this is a discussion we have as we fly towards Marsara. Yeah. We have some credit, or we have some... Some reputation, some trust. Yeah. We brought a Protoss to her who was injured. We delivered the Bengalos. We have the crystal that she wants. Aside from one little joy riding incident, we've been entirely above board with her. So there's there's that like we we have a positive reputation there, and I would be willing to forego payment for this dragoon thing in exchange for treatment for Malorn, and we would also be being like, oh hey, and here we also got one of your scientists that we liberated on credit. We did it on spec. <laughs> so in that sense, like I feel we have things that we can, in some sense, exchange for healthcare. Carex that we rescued, and we can forego payment for the Dragoon stuff. But, yes, it is a, a very real issue that the Taldarim and the Ayur Protoss do not get along, and so there is that whole problem that it could cost Malorn his freedom. His life could cost him his freedom. And I don't know how I feel about making that decision for him. Willie just stares. It's Pickle, all right. 
But we don't know that they won't just kill him anyway. I looked at Carrix at that point. Do Protoss execute other Protoss, or is killing only done in the context of warfare? I mean, certainly for high crimes, there would be a, a proper judgment given down by uh, an adjudicator. We, we have a whole cast for this. Of course you do. So he would receive, I would say, fair treatment. But if he if he is a Taldarim, he's done a lot of bad things. If he you know, was just born into it, didn't really have a choice, you know, I get it. Kind of sounds like he got out and then wanted back in or something. It doesn't really sound like someone who's repentant to me. I don't think he would have any sense that he wanted back in. Okay. He didn't have enough interaction with Malorn to reach that conclusion. Okay, I wasn't sure how much you had said. I would think from what he observed that what he saw was that Malorn was upset that Landasha was with another guy. <laughs> yeah, like unstable ex-boyfriend. I don't know if that's... Like, if he's a criminal among Taladarim society, I don't know that that's better. Two negatives don't make a positive. Well, like, if you were, what is it, Dominion, and then you met some pirates, those pirates are bad people, but then you met, like, people harassing the pirates, does that make them better people? Or does, like, crime among the pirates, is that even worse? How do Terrans think about this? Doesn't matter. How The question is how do Protoss think about this? Because that's yeah. what we have to worry about. That's true. Lily somehow stays on focus. <laughs> it's, look, I'm not an adjudicator, so, like, I don't think about these things. I think about how to make warp drives faster. Or how to reconfigure our uh, sensor arrays. Have you worked on vessels like this one? Studied what the Terrans are up to? Uh, science vessel? I mean, I'm aware they have some limited detection capabilities that we haven't been able to get through. But you've never actually studied this particular type of vessel? Not this one explicitly. I mean, there's no armaments, so it's lower on the priority list. How did you know how to open the door, then? Oh, the door? Well, you've got a pretty simple computer interface to that. What, it was it locked? Solendis didn't even know, like, how to operate things on the ship. Well... Let's just say the entire Templar cast is dumb as rocks. They're really not good with technology, and it's just easier for them to pretend it's not technology. And it's it's just easier for everyone to just go along with that. And just like, it's not technology, it's ritual. But look, they don't understand. That's fine. It's not their job to understand that. It's their job to keep us safe. They're doing what they can. It's my job. To understand computers. Terran computers run very simple principles. Your entry code just wanted a very particular code within its circuits. That's easy enough to determine and activate. Uh, did you want a more secure system? Yes. That's not hard to do. I mean, I can't do it in space, but... That would definitely be a good thing to have. I mean, that's, that's, that's the least I can do. I, I do appreciate you getting me out of there. Yeah, I mean, if we land, especially if we land in Browder, I can... As long as Solendus doesn't mind, outfit... A uh, far superior locking mechanism. We can certainly take you to Browder. The question is just whether we do that first. I think we stop in Marsara and see what... What aid we can if, get there. If, yeah, if he can last that long. Uh, Maybe Jimmy knows somebody. I, I was thinking that. Egon. Lee might know things as well. Lee knows think, lots of things. I think she's where I would start, because even if she doesn't personally know, she might know where to find information. Let's not take him to the agony lady. 
<laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because in my head, I was going through like all of our contacts. And I'm like, do we know any medical people? And I was like drawing a complete blank. Totally forgot. Maria did not come to mind at all. I mean, maybe she would be all right. She knows what she's doing. I mean, do you really need that second arm? Yeah, her problem is the extra stuff she does, not the primary stuff. No extra charge. Just the basics. That's all we need. So it sounds like you're going to Marsara. You're going to check in with Lee June. Maybe call Jimmy. Yeah. So his uniform, you know what Lily says to him? Your uniform's different from what I remember scientists wearing. Uh, this isn't my uniform. I mean, I was a prisoner. I do have a ridiculous outfit. What ridiculous <laughs> outfit do you have? That's a purple. Oh, that's right. Like if he's uncomfortable wearing just a loincloth. Uh, you say you have a ridiculous outfit and he's no. like, uh, some clothes would be nice. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, if it doesn't fit that well. I'm sure I have some extra clothes or something that I can. Uh, yeah, but let's let's go with your ridiculous outfit. I kind of wanted to keep it. You open the door. <laughs> I mean, just to borrow for now. And that's like yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, sure, I'll wear that. Uh, sure. Wait, what, uh, what Terran planet is this from? Tarsonis. Wasn't that taken over by Zerg, or you gave it up to Zerg, or... I mean, it's not Zerg fashion, if that's what you mean. Do Zerg wear clothes? He puts on a hat. Some Zerg do. <laughs> really? That's odd. I didn't think Zerg wore clothes. I mean, I have regular clothes, too, but he maybe he just likes a ridiculous outfit. Wait, are these clothes irregular? Is He's, like, got this purple thing on. The stole. There was, like, a fuzzy scarf type thing, I think. Yeah. They're, um, they're retro. Ah. <laughs> Pre-war. Yeah. These seem as fine as any other clothes. I Thank you very much. It's the only thing that will, like, fit in, probably. Yeah. He's not quite as tall as, like, Solendis or Malorn, and he's certainly not as jacked. He can keep it. <laughs> I like having it around, but Lily would be like, yeah, it's yours. Oh, I, I look, once we get to Browder, I can... Get some proper clothes and you can uh, have yours back. You can have them uh, washed there. Is Karax willing to chit-chat with other Terrans who are curious about Protoss technology? Uh, there's certain things that I cannot reveal, but barring those items, there's nothing. There's no reason why I can't. I would like to get back to Browder sooner than later. I understand we have to stop at this Marsaro where you think you can get help. We're not going to be able to take you to Router until we know what Malorn's condition really is. Uh, then I, you know, I can wait. What would be the deal for us to show up with Protoss? Is that something we have to hide? Is that something... If you're going in town, normally yes. Okay. Recall, however, that Jimmy has taken over town. Yeah. Still might be contentious, depending on who you interact with. I was not intending to have Protoss just wandering around town. I was intending to call ahead to Lee June and see about going straight to her place. I was wondering how much the ridiculous outfit hid the fact that he was Protoss from far away. Not particularly. <laughs> it's just a Protoss and a ridiculous outfit. That is correct. So I would like to call ahead to Lee June. Okay. You get through. How are you going, sweetheart? It's, it's just now 6 a.m. Oh, well, I'm glad I would never have wanted to- You hear sounds of turrets in the background. <laughs> in the middle of the night. We're still in space, so I've lost track of what time it was on Marsara. Oh, that's alright. Now you two doing alright? 
had a bit of a rough go, and uh, some of our allies have had a bit of a rough scrape. Oh, that is never a good time. I was wondering if you might know a thing or two that can help us. Maybe? I'm not a, not really a doctor. I mean, there's that St. Maria. You're not a doctor, but you have compiled a lot of information about various forces that have fought against Terrans. I have. Are you looking to deceive her? No, I was looking to keep talking. Okay. And you were recently asking about Protoss technology and my contacts. Well, uh, yes, I was. You, I do hope you didn't get yourself nearly killed just pulling something, some piece of Protoss tech for little old me. No, no. If it had been convenient, we would have picked up something for you along the way. But one of our Protoss friends did just nearly get himself killed. Oh, you got yourself a Protoss friend. Those fellas are mighty odd. I mean, you can bring him here. We can see what we can do. I've got some databases, but... Uh, That's a starting point. I understand most of my information goes in the other direction. I don't understand what that means. How can you incapacitate or kill a Protoss? Not how can you keep one alive? Well, but there's some of that information hidden in the other. Oh, yes, there is. Just saying, you might have to do a little bit of a reversal when you're reading on the manual. Uh, cut this artery to kill him real quick, for example. Make sure don't cut that one. I think someone already did that. Oh, that sounds awful. But we have a healthier fellow with us as well who is willing to chat with you some. Although he will reserve the right to not answer questions that he feels inappropriate. Okay. I would like a negotiate check for this, but this is just going to be a purple and a red. Okay. Just to the extent to which you're, you're dealing with her. Yeah. She did specifically ask about getting Protoss contacts. So can I have a blue die? Yes, you can. Yeah, I feel like the cat that's bringing the dead mouse... Here's what we found for you, half-dead Protoss. <laughs> I have four successes and a triumph. Uh, yeah, she's like, oh, well, that'd be just delightful, sugar. I'd love to meet one of your, your friends. It'd be good to chat, pick his head a little bit. She's, she's a hermit, but really, that's just an anti-Terran hermit. Well, yes. Terrans have betrayed her in the past. Uh, she said, you know what, let me dig up. I might have had some Protoss uh, stuff. Might be useful. Uh, get your friend here. Get them all fixed up. I have some sweet tea waiting for you. Is Lily all right? Actually, I like I like look over at Lily and realize like I haven't medically treated Lily yet either. Ah, crap. There's <laughs> just like blood. She got like there's like going down her shoulder where she got stabbed. And imagine uh... and on my jacket because I was rubbing it around. Well, yeah, looks worse than it is. Uh, yeah, she, she's she's well enough. Give me like a cool check. Just just two purples in this case. Two threats, but five successes. Okay, you take some strain, but you manage to gracefully end the call. All right, at which point I medically treat Lily. Okay. I mean, somebody's got to fly the ship when you're trying to get out. I've been better, but I've been worse. How wounded are you, Lily? I have ten wounds. So more than half? Yes. Two purples. But almost not. All I need is another level of toughness. and then. <laughs> well, crap. It was a complete wash, and unfortunately, Surgeon doesn't give you a success if you don't already have success. Correct. Uh, you, know, you waited too long, it turns out. It's kind of uh, congealed over already. And I only have one painkiller left, so I don't really want to give it to you now, because I feel like we're not going into imminent danger. I've got nine hit points left. I'm over half, but just barely. I mean, that's more than some people start with. I was going to say, I have 11 wounds in total. You are fragile. <laughs> I'm a normal person. 
<laughs> no, you're a latent scion. <laughs> a normal person would have 12. <laughs> I mean, but I do have this pretty nice jacket that takes a lot of hits, too. That is true. It is a pretty nice jacket. I'm well enough to fly. Okay. Why don't you roll cool or discipline to recover some strain? And then we'll pick up a Marsara landing on Legion's. listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using the Genesis role-playing system published by Edge Studio. Our GM was Daniel, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.